This is Solar Spotlight, a special edition of Contractor's Corner from Solar Power World. Hey everybody, I'm Kelsey Misbrenner, Senior Editor of Solar Power World Magazine. I'm here with Ezra Phillips, Senior Manager of the Products Group at Snap & Rack. Snap & Rack manufactures solar racking and mounting solutions designed for composition shingle, tile, metal, and flat roof types and ground mount systems. The company is headquartered in California. Welcome to the show, Ezra. Thank you. Thanks. I'm, I'm, I'm excited to be here and uh, yeah, ready, ready to get into it. Cool. So today we're going to talk about how the latest mounting techniques can speed up rooftop installations. So Ezra, um, can you just start off by telling me about Snap and Rack's history and the products the company has made over the years? Sure. So, um, so Snap and Rack has been around for for quite some time. Um, you know, it started out as a um, as a, a racking division of a, uh, of a of a much larger commercial company, and um, you know, more recently, uh, we were acquired back in uh, I think 2013 by the the largest residential um, solar installer in the U.S. And so, you know, that then that is Sunrun. There's no surprises there or secrets in that. Um, we are we are owned by them. We work really closely with the Sunrun crews, you know, the install crews uh, and uh, and the, the larger team, basically to meet their needs and um, and you know our product roadmap. If you were to look at it, it's basically all around things that work to improve the efficiency, the labor efficiency, to speed up installs on the roof for you know our parent company. You know, I like to say that. Our products themselves, they're not gimmicks, you know, because we're owned by this much larger company, our products have to work. We can't just go out there and put a bunch of marketing fluff behind them. Um, you know, our products have to work in the field. We've got literally gigawatts of, of installed volume out there. And, um, you know, one of the beauties of our relationship with our parent company is they see a value in, uh, in us offering that product outside, basically not having it as an exclusive offering specifically for them. Um, so, you know, that putting that product out there on the open market, as well as supporting them, it really allows us to have that kind of, you know, broader install base, a lot more like, you know, inputs from the field, uh, what really works out there. And it also is this huge benefit for installers outside of the Sunrun uh, community, you know, basically the small mom and pop um, all the way up to, you know, some relatively large regional players um, to be able to leverage the kind of lessons learned and, you know, for the, the, the products and installation volume that, that we have from bringing that, that center relationship into, uh, into the picture. So it's kind of a win-win for everybody. We have this, you know, huge install base. We're able to get a lot of like knowledge in the field, test things out, find out what works, you know, vet different ideas and things like that, uh, and use that knowledge to benefit the broader market. Awesome. We definitely did hear about that acquisition and seems like the group as a whole are doing a lot of really cool and inventive things. So next, can you tell me about your speed seal technology and how, how it's different from other products on the market? Sure. So the, the speed seal itself, um, you know, so speed seal is something that, that, it's been building, there's been a lot of buzz uh, about it, you know, more recently. You know, it's a product that we we introduced into our, you know, kind of the Titan ecosystem uh, over a year ago, but, you know, we've, we've launched it to the general market, um, you know, more recently. So Speed Seal, 
it's not one specific product. We like to say it's a technology. And so, um, you know, within that technology, um, you have, you know, it's, we've applied it to different roof attachments, both for composition, or well, it's all for composition shingle, but for, um, you know, our, both our rail and rail systems. Um, so what it is, like, if you think about, you know, your legacy systems out there, um, you know, generally use a, a metal flashing seal. And, and I like to say, a metal flashing on a, you know, within a comp shingle roof, that's more of like a passive seal. Um, you're basically relying on water sheeting down the roof to kind of like passively, you know, work around it. And that, that flashing in there, you know, diverts the water away from the roof type um, or from, you know, the, the roof uh, attachments. But you can have issues in there where, you know, with like high winds and things like that or low slopes and, you know, combinations thereof where water kind of can work its way back. That passive seal is, you know, it's tried and proven, and proven but, um, you know, it's not the best. And so some of the challenges with a flashing also are that to install that flashing, you know, you see guys up there with pry bars and things like that. You have to put the flashings in between the layers of the composition shingle. And so, you know, to do that right, you have to pop up little nails and things like that. Um, that exposes the nail holes that, you know, if you work through the actual installation instructions, you know, you're supposed to seal the nail hall, nail holes. You know, installers don't always do that, uh, you know, when they're going fast um, or, you know, don't do it, you know, accurate or adequately, if, especially if those nail holes are, you know, between courses of shingles. The other thing is, is just taking a pry bar to a roof and tearing things up to shove in these flashings does a lot of damage and it creates a lot of tearing and, and things like that. And we've seen problems both with really new roofs, you know, I've seen issues where like new roofs and like, you know, the, the glue that they tab that they put on the, the comp shingles, um, you know, is really aggressive and, you know, prying up those shingles on a very new roof has, has created damage. I've also seen it like on old roofs where, you know, maybe the shingles are a little more brittle and like shoving in that pry bar and things start falling apart. So, the speed seal technology is not a passive system. I like to say it's an active system. Um, so instead of, you know, relying on that passive, uh, you know, sheet metal flashing, we have, we're relying on what we call, you know, kind of lag driven sealant geometry within our mounts. And so we call it an integrated flashing, We've taken that, that flashing functionality integrated in it into our mounts themselves. And so, what we've done is we basically created this, this like active seal all around the mounting hardware that you apply and there's no disruption to the roof whatsoever. We're not shoving pry bars in there. We're not messing with those shingles. So the, what it is, that technology, it takes the, the action of driving that mount into a rafter that forward pressure there, um, translate that action into, um, you know, into motion, kind of like a piston to pressurize a liquid sealant, you know, and like, like an M1 or, or a, you know, Kemlink type sealant into, you know, the cavity. And so what you have is you have a cavity in, inside underneath the mount, you're lagging that mount down, you're pressurizing that sealant and it's like flowing into all of the little nooks and crannies, um, you know, in the roof. Um, so it's very similar to like how a piston works, uh, you know, but it's, it's driven by the action of, of driving down that, that lag into the rafter, as opposed to, you know, relying like on say like a caulking gun or something like that, um, to disperse that, that sealant in there. One of the pieces of the design, you know, so what we have is there's a cavity and there's a little foam dam in there. And that's the, the foam dam is almost like the piston ring and the cavity is like, you know, the, the bore inside the piston. And so 
um, what happens is you fill up the sealant uh, in that cavity and you slap that thing down. And as you're driving it down, the, the sealant starts to push against that foam down and creates some resistance. And then it gets to a point where it kind of, you know, vents out. There's a little vent hole in there. And as it vents out, as it finally lags down to the, the final little bit, um, you start to see the sealant pushing out to the side. And that's your indication that, you know, you've actually got um, adequate seal in there. It kind of pushes out all the air in the process and, um, and, and you know, creates this still nice little patio sealant in there, but it's all like driven by force of the installation process. So that's kind of what it is in a nutshell. So you mentioned how these kinds of attachments can help make sure that homeowners roofs are preserved in the process, but how do these attachments help installers do their job better? Yeah. So, I mean, what the, the, the key there is like, it's, it's really like speed and efficiency. And so, you know, some of the things there are that, you know, the installers, if you watch it, if you watch install crews, they're basically going up, putting flashings on the roof. It's usually like one guy or gal that's running around and like shoving all these flashings in. And then somebody else is coming back behind them and putting down the L feeder mounts, you know, um, behind that. So what we've done is we've, we've a, eliminated this damage that they'd have to go back and fix. But B, we've like eliminated this whole process in the installation. And, you know, in the, in the install process, it's like one of the operations is going and shutting and flashing. It's like, we've completely eliminated that. We've taken that out of the equation. And then, you know, what'll end up happening after the fact too, when they start doing damage to roofs is like, they're going to have to go in and fix this stuff. So we've eliminated time on the roof to go in and like fix little repairs that are happening during the process of the installation. And then we've also mitigated, you know, roof leaks and things that can happen after the fact. So, you know, your, your potential callbacks and whatnot are also greatly diminished because we're, we're just not tearing up the roof. So, you know, it's basically going in and doing like more of a surgical approach to doing your install you know, basically no, no wasted operations or actions. And, uh, and so it's, it's just a much cleaner install. It's a much nicer install. It just, at the end of the day, it saves a lot of, uh, a lot of time uh, on in the roof and on in the field. Um, and that's, that's really the, the key goal that we're chasing after. Okay. Got it. So how did you test and validate this solution and tell me about any hurdles you came across in development? Yeah. So, I mean, I think, um, you know, we, we, we start off, we doing all, all of our like, you know, wind driven rain tests and things like that, uh, you know, that are kind of the necessary things for, for UL, you know, so we started there and then we went into um, submersion testing, which isn't something that's necessary for our industry, but there is an ASTM, you know, submersion test uh, out there. And so, um, you know, the, the, with the standard test calls for something ridiculous, like six hours or something like that of submersion. We, we took that out to like, you know, weeks on end at a time. And so, you know, it's basically, it starts with like winter and rain, then we do submersion. Um, the other piece of it that's, that's really, you know, I would hope to be unique to us is all of the structural testing. So, you know, we do structural testing for our product, um, which is necessary to come up with our, you know, spans and things like that and our structural engineering. But, you know, we identified the structural, um, you call it deformations and, you know, elongations of the actual sealant themselves to verify that, you know, under loading, is this thing going to, you know, potentially peel away um, and, you know, are those kind of the same parameters that we're, that, you know, we're going to have within the actual sealant patty underneath there. So 
again, starting with like, you know, wind-driven rain, submersion, and then the kind of structural testing and, and, you know, performance after structural loads. And then, you know, more recently we had to go through TIS 100, which is, you know, a combination of, um, wind, again, it's a wind-driven rain and then structural test. It's, you know, specifically required for, for Miami-Dade. Um, so that was like kind of the next step there, but, you know, before we even went into that, we'd done all of our homework and done our, a lot of our own internal validations to make sure this thing, uh, you know, performs and works well under a wide variety of loads from, you know, low winds up to high winds and low snows and, and, and all of that. Um, then the other thing is just, you know, at the end of the day, we've now been installing it in the field for, you know, over a year on, you know, thousands of roofs. And so now we've actually got, you know, in addition to everything else, we've got this like legacy of, uh, of installs that we can rely on as well to kind of point back to, and it's been working great so far. So um, to wrap things up, you mentioned Miami-Dade and we saw some news come across our desks uh, recently about that. So can you tell me more about what happened in that um, area and what that means to you and your team? Yeah, I mean, so for us, you know, Miami-Dade is huge. And so, you know, Miami-Dade is just, or the Florida market as a whole is is a big market. I think it's just, you know, it's really rapidly expanding for solar. It, it makes a lot of sense. You know, there's a lot of a lot of sun and, a lot, you know, not so many um, rainy days, uh, you know, that, that you run into in other regions of the country, um, you know, and I think the the economics have made more sense to, to really, you know, move into Florida for, for a lot of companies. You know, so for us, it's like, I like to say, you know, not all Florida or Miami approvals are, are the same. And so, you know, as people have moved into Miami and started installing Miami, I've seen a lot around, you know, oh, such and such has a Florida approval, but, you know, they're not necessarily installing in Miami-Dade. And so, you know, what we find is that when you get into actually installing in Miami-Dade and that jurisdiction specifically, they usually will require you to have, uh, you know, Miami Dade approved product and the product, you know, stamped with the the NOA, the notice of approval of authorization to apply. And so, you know, for us, what Miami Dade to me means to me, like, there's a really small list of products that are like, you know, Florida or Miami, you know, approved that say, that say they are. Um, there's an even smaller list of products that have actually been evaluated by the Miami-Dade AHJ, you know, very, very small list. Um, and we are on that list, but within that list, we are actually the first and only manufacturer out there of racking that has the Miami-Dade approval, um, that has one of these integrated flashing technologies. Everything else out there requires a, you know, sheet metal, large sheet metal flashing. Um, so we're, you know, the first and only one that, that has done that. And the further thing is that what we've taken that that approval is based on our technology. So it's applied to both our rail and railless mounts. So we have our speed seal foot, which is our rail, uh, our rail based roof attachment. And then we have our speed seal track, which is our railless one. So we're also the first and only manufacturer to have a Miami Dade, uh, you know, system approved for railless. And so that's, that to me is like, it's huge because we've now opened up that, that market for comp shingle roofs, um, you know, for both our rail and rail system. Um, but then it, it carries back into other things too. So like, for example, you know, you've got other jurisdictions across the country that, you know, maybe on the fence about, you know, technology or like, you know, kind of looking at this thing and questioning it. It's like, we can now leverage this, you know, Miami-Dade 
high velocity hurricane zone, you know, approval to point to them and say like, you know, Hey, if it's good enough for Miami Dade, it should be good enough for you. So it almost like almost lends a bit of, of credibility or it's kind of a badge of honor to actually have this thing because we can use it for, um, you know, additional approvals in the marketplace specifically itself. I kind of breezed over that, but you know, the marketplace for Miami Dade, like installers there, what they do is, you know, having this approval means that they can streamline their permitting process. So, you know, they no longer have to go in and have a, you know, site specific set of engineering. They can rely on our, you know, kind of standard off the shelf engineering and that Miami Dade approval. It's all, you know, in the system and the packets there to download off the Miami Dade site. Um, so it makes their installs faster as well. But, you know, yeah, I think, you uh, you know, the, the, the big thing for us is it's just like what I see it is it's it speeds up and enables installations in that specific market. But it's also this like, you know, lends huge credibility to the technology that we've been installing for years and also lends, uh, you know, ability to or kind of removes barriers outside of the Miami specific market um, because it's been evaluated to such a high level of, uh, of kind of standards. Yeah, that, that is very impressive and I'm sure not easy to get. Um, so congratulations on that. It's been tough, but you know, we're, we're just, we're excited to have it now. So it's, it's, it's been great. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for uh, filling us in on everything Snap and Rack has been up to. No problem. No, I think it's, yeah, it's, it's like I say, it's great stuff. I mean, this product has been, you know, really, really kind of revolutionary for us. You know, there's a lot of, there's a lot of different technologies out on the market and, you know, we, we really, I can't highlight enough that we, we worked through a lot of what's out there, you know, and, and, and we kind of, you know, worked through this, this came up, came to fruition from, you know, working with our partners, our installers, you know, we evaluated things like butyls and stuff like that. And, and the beauty of this system is kind of that lag-driven sealant technology. It's the fact that you're, you're taking a, a uncompressed cavity and, you know, filling that full of sealant and then compressing that in, as opposed to, you know, some of the other things where you've got just kind of, you know, you're, you're, you're putting sealant in after the fact or, you know, potting it into a, a cavity that's already been compressed. And so, you know, it's, it's a different technology. It's, it's a wonderful technology. I mean, the, the installers that have, have adopted it have seen, you know, huge benefits in, in terms of like not disrupting roofs, um, you know, significant material, uh, you know, labor savings um, and, you know, reduction of, of damage to roof and, and callback. So, you know, it kind of sets the precedent for um, the types of technologies and the type of products that we're working on in the future. And, um, and yeah, we've got a lot more up our sleeve. So, you know, we're excited to, to be talking about this today, but, you know, there's going to be some more things that we have in the near future. And, um, and hopefully this, you know, gives everybody a, a feel for, uh, you know, what Snap and Rack is these days. All right. Well, we're excited to stay tuned. Thank you so much for coming by today. All right. Thank you. Appreciate it. I'm Kelsey Misbrenner with Solar Power World. <laughs>